Only Plan Z can stop a giant, fire-breathing flying turtle roused by an atomic bomb. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week, as we continue our journey through Kaiju Month, we're taking a look at the 1965 film, Gamera, the Invincible. You heard what the Amazon description to this movie had to say. Now let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three of the film. Uh, Let's start with the top this time. You want to go first, or should I? Sure. Number three. In the middle of the movie, there's this random club scene where people are dancing, and they're actually singing like this 1950s-esque rock, rock and roll song about Gamera. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, in the context of this movie, Gamera is actually invincible. They throw missiles at him. They shoot him. They try, you know, all this kinds of stuff. And nothing hurts him. He just kind of like makes his noises and goes about destroying everything. And number one, spoiler alert, in order to get rid of Gamera, they actually trap him and send him to Mars. They actually send a giant, fire-breathing fucking turtle to Mars. It was amazing. All right. For number three, Gamera is a total badass. They drop a fucking nuke on him. He just shrugs it off like, fuck you, human scum. I'm a giant fucking turtle. The only way they could stop him, like Corey said, was to launch him into space. So, technically, Gamera won. Number two, Gamera has his own club mu- club theme music, and that's just amazing. You see a scene of a bunch of teens dancing, and the music is about Gamera. They haven't even seen him yet. He's already famous. That's awesome. And number one, he's a giant fire-breathing turtle. How can you beat that? Well, you know, we said what's good. How about the bad? What's our bottom three here? Um, For me, number three, the dialogue is very dry. Um, A lot of this movie, actually this comes down to number two, a lot of this movie has been Americanized. And I say that in the fact that when this was released in the U.S., they actually shot more scenes using American actors and put them in the movie to keep the, you know, Americans interested in it. And they dumbed it down a lot. You know, repeating things, telling you what just happened in the scene that you just watched, even though you just watched it, you know. It just, it, it really seemed dumbed down, and the dialogue that they used for the Americans, which it was just bad. It was very dry, very to the point, and it really didn't fit in with the Japanese side of this movie. And number one, this movie is very slow moving. And I do attribute that in part to the cut-ins with the American scenes. But I think of it like like the fucking tortoise in the hare story. Where Gamera is the tortoise and I'm the hare. And the only reason that the tortoise finishes is because I fell asleep halfway through the race and I woke up and it won. And, you know, that's that's the saving grace. Is if, if you have insomnia, if you have trouble sleeping, just watch Gamera, and it, it will help cure that. Sounds about right. Number three, Toshio. The little kid obsessed with Gamera is just really annoying. I get that he was there to show that Gamera was kind-hearted, 
but all this kid does is just kind of get in the way and yell, Gamera, constantly. Number two, the humans in this movie are just so incompetent. They just keep attacking Gamera in the same way to no avail because he's invincible. It's not until the end of the movie that they finally launch him into space, but so much time has gone on, they've wasted so many resources and so much money that you just can't help but think, man, we really need better leadership in both the Japanese and U.S. military if this is how they handle a giant turtle attacking. And number one... Like you said, this movie is so slow-paced, and I do attribute it largely to the fact that it became Americanized. There's just too much explaining of the plot by the scientists and military members, and not enough camera. You know, it, it, it's really hard to have, quote, wars with these kind of movies because the Japanese side of it is very contextual. Um, you need to know what's going on to really understand it. It's not like a fun quotable and then on the American side, everything's so cut and dry that there's, there's no fun quotes to give you guys. So instead, we've got a few recordings of some of the best dialogue in the movie. Gamera! And there you have it, folks. That is uh, the best dialogue of the film pretty much sums everything up in three seconds. So, let's move on to our final take here. We'll give you our score on our shot scale. Remember, friends, our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? Um, I gave it a seven out of ten, and I feel I was being generous today. I gave it a four out of ten. I have to say, Gamera the Invincible was a slow-paced and horribly acted film, which doesn't injustice to the original rendition of of the film. You know, the American filmmakers, you know, inserted scenes with American actors when it came over to the States just to try and keep American audiences interested in the films. Yes, I'm saying America a lot because that's really what they were trying to say is, oh, you know, America took part in this too. But it really, you know, just falls flat on its face. And it's really insulting and detrimental to the film that you know, it breaks up the pacing and seems to repeat whatever the Japanese scenes were already telling or showing us. You know, saying we were too stupid to figure it out on our own. Gamera himself is incredible. The special effects are too. But I just can't get over, you know, the dumb downingness that the Americanization of this film did and just what it took away from it. And that's why I gave it a 7 out of 10. They really did assume that the audience was pretty stupid. I mean, it's a giant turtle, so I don't see how that needs so much explanation. Gamera is an awesome kaiju icon who definitely deserves his popularity. I mean, he's a giant, fire-breathing turtle. That's so awesome. Unfortunately, the film focuses far too much on the human characters, explaining what happened in the scene that we just fucking saw two seconds ago. Gamera is a surprisingly intelligent and interesting character as far as giant monsters go. He doesn't seem to want to hurt anybody, and he actually saves a kid from danger. He's a misunderstood giant turtle with a heart of gold. If only he had more screen time in his own fucking movie. That would have been fantastic. Either way, I'll definitely be checking out more Gamera films in the future. Hopefully ones that were not horribly 
edited by an American film production. There you have it. Four out of ten from Paul, seven out of ten from me. Now, I know, we know, not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie is the same as this A-movie, a movie of higher class and standard. Paul? I picked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, from 1991. I picked Godzilla, King of the Monsters, from 1956. Why'd you pick Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? This one is pretty simple for me. Both movies feature at least one giant turtle in a prominent role. There is at least one giant turtle fighting an organized group of humans. Gamera fought against the U.S. and Japanese military forces. And the Ninja Turtles fought against a group of ninjas called the Foot Clan. Both films are part of a larger franchise focusing around the giant turtle or turtles. And finally, there is a song about the giant turtle or turtles being played at a club during a scene in both films. A scene of, of teenagers dancing to a song about Gamera occurs in Gamera the Invincible, and a scene in which the Ninja, Turtle, in the Ninja Turtle's Secret of the Ooze has Vanilla Ice performing an impromptu rap about the Ninja Turtles. And that is why Ninja Turtles' Secret of the Ooze is an A-movie version of Gamera the Invincible. So, Godzilla, King of the Monsters from 1956, and Gamera the Invincible from 1965 are both movies about giant monsters terrorizing Japan. Both movies are in black and white. Both movies have scenes that were added in by American producers to try and make it more, you know, understanding for the American people. Both movies are extremely slow-paced. Both movies originated from Japan. And, you know, the digits 6 and 5 are used at the end of each year that they were made. Gamer of the Invincible, 65. Godzilla transposed at 56. And, also, Gamera was created to directly compete with the Godzilla franchise. So, Godzilla is the A-movie version of Gamera in monster form. And therefore, Godzilla, King of the Monsters from 1956 is an A-movie version of Gamera, the Invincible, from 1965. I feel like it's blasphemous to use a Godzilla film as the A-movie version of a Gamera film. But it, it's, it's just plain fact that that's the whole reason Gamera was created, and he was, he was a second-rate Godzilla. I wouldn't say second-rate. Gamera is... He's a giant turtle. He's awesome. And, and Godzilla's a giant lizard dinosaur, lizard, lizard soar. So they, they fill their own niche. They're special in their own way. So, I think it's time for everybody's favorite park where we tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. We'll give you some drinking games for this movie. I will, and then Paul. Number one. Every time the word camera is said, take a drink. Number two. Anytime Gamera eats fire, or it's said that he eats fire, take a drink. Number three, anytime it shows the Americans, take a drink. Number four, whenever people argue, take a drink. And of course, number five, because it's Kaiju Month, anytime the giant monster engages in battle, take a drink. 
Every time a scientist ex attempts to explain Gamera's power, but ends up just pointing out obvious facts, take a drink. Every time a building is destroyed, take a drink. Every time Gamera roars, take a drink. And every time Toshio gets in the way of something, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. Now, we've watched two movies so far this month, so let's rank them. Um, for me, the number two movie was uh, definitely Gamera the Invincible. Um, I was really shocked that I didn't like it more than I did. Um, but it's the same reason that I dislike Godzilla King of the Monsters. And it's the Americanized scenes. Gojira, the original, is amazing. I'm sure the original Gamera movie is amazing as well. And number one right now is Night of the Lepus. I honestly didn't think a movie about giant killer rabbits would beat out a movie about a giant, you know, town-destroying turtle for me, but pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I might have reversed on that one. For number two, I have Night of the Lepus. It's such a ridiculous concept that was taken completely serious, but manages not to be so bad it's good. So, really, not much good, not much good in that one at all. Number one, then, goes to Gamera the Invincible. While I think the Americanization of the film definitely detracted from its quality, wasn't enough to ruin it for me. I mean, it was still fun. It's still Gamera the Giant Turtle being a badass, so it's really hard to beat that. And honestly, Giant Rabbit's beating, it, beating Gamera. It's just not happening for me. Well... We'll add a new uh, opponent to this melee. If you want to join us next week, we'll be taking a look at the 2011 film Sexy Rangers. You know, a second-rate version, or maybe a better version, of the Power Rangers. It sounds like a better version to me. If you have a movie you'd like us to review or any additional comments, feel free to leave a message below. If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter account, bmoviepaul. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search bmoviebros. And don't forget to listen to our show every week where we have a new review up every Friday. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back for more. Be